Bearded Biomed. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Bearded Biomed coming to you live from day two at the MD Expo. I have a very special guest sitting down at the table with me, Samuel Hill from Medigate. Samuel, if you wouldn't mind just introducing yourself to the audience, uh, let them know what you're about, what Medigate is doing, and we'll get into some more uh, interesting topics afterwards. Yeah, Chase, hey, I'm excited to be here. This is such a cool platform that you've built, and I'm looking forward to what it does. Hey, so I'm Samuel Hill, Director of Product Marketing for Medigate. We are a healthcare IoT cybersecurity platform, and really what we do is we collect data off of the network traffic about every connected asset, which includes all of those beautiful medical devices that are deployed ubiquitously across hospitals. And we give you an incredible treasure trove of data that you can do some amazing things with uh, to better help you know, secure the devices. Yes, that's obviously very important, but to manage the workflows and the operations and things that you're doing every single day, using data to make good decisions about that. That's what Medigate's provided. We've got hundreds of customers all over the world, thousands of hospitals that we're covering. And so we see probably 10 million medical devices per year coming through our data collection platforms. So we know an incredible amount about all of these devices. And we really love working with all these biomeds. I mean, I, I spent my start of my career as a ER tech in the emergency room, and I did seven years. And there has been many a night working in the night shift when we ran out of IV pumps in our hospital. And so I have had to do that walk of I'm stealing IV pumps from med surge. I'm stealing IV pumps from oh, you other were one closets. Of those guys, I was. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. You know, you fill up the IV pump full of you know the IV. You fill up that pole, load it with IV pumps, walk by the nurses' station. I would wave at them. And kind of like, you give them a smile. They didn't wave back. They didn't smile back. They knew I was taking their stuff, but we needed it in the ER. So I understand the challenges of keeping devices operational, functional, and where they need to be. Because at the end of the day, it's all about keeping these devices available for patient care so that the frontline staff can have them, can use them, and they do what they're designed to do, which is in support of all of our lives and our community. So uh, we lo I love doing what I'm doing, and I love the biomed community because you are some of the hardest working people in a hospital, and folks outside this community, they don't understand that. Uh, you guys wear running shoes to work most days because you're all over the place and you've got so much work going on, but we love supporting this community. So an uh, interesting thing that we had uh kind of jumped into before we started the episode was, you know, medical equipment visibility. And, yeah. you know, there's so much that goes into that. Um, a couple of questions just pop into my head. So yeah. obviously more data is always going to be beneficial to the facility and also to the bombet, but obviously for the facility for, you know, where's our money going to, right. where is the cost of repairs kind of trickling to? Cause Really, if you have some of that data, you can really understand what's going on in most hospitals just based off what, you know, particular modalities are going down more often. Right. Um, what kind of price is affecting, you know, repair time? Right. Um, I mean, I, I'm sure I'm just barely tapping the iceberg of the data that's available, but what, what is some of the data that you guys capture that, yeah. that sticks out to you? So it comes down to a real accurate profile of the device. We have about a hundred different data points that we pull just from the network traffic alone. So there's, we're not pulling this from a bunch of other systems. We're actually looking at the network traffic and that's telling us a lot about the device itself. And then we use that device, that data, if you will, about the device to kind of facilitate 
I would say like three different conversations within biomed. One is around the inventory itself. I mean, how often do you have to go fill in all of those different fields in your CMMS about the specific device? And, and how often does that actually get done to the level that it needs to? Well, with all that data, we can send all of it and integrate into whichever CMMS you have. So now your inventory is going to be kept uh, more up to date, more See, accurately. That's going to be my next question. Are you integral, you know, are you able to coincide with CMMS systems? Absolutely. We, we, we do not replace a CMMS. We don't exist really. We exist outside of it in some use cases, but primarily for the biomed, you, we have to integrate with your CMMS. And we do. We have all the major CMMS players as See, integration that makes partners. Sense, though, because we already have that in place because that's how us as biomeds yep. do our asset Absolutely. management. Absolutely. Yep. And essentially that's kind of the, you know, the collector for you guys. So it, it makes it even more streamlined in the process. Well, the challenge with the CMMS is keeping it accurate, right? You, you have all your workflows, you have your, your data entries, you have all the yeah. pieces that are there, but how up to date is it? You already have a full-time job, right? Getting around the hospital, PMing your devices, doing all the stuff you need to. Keeping your CMMS accurate sometimes falls to the wayside. Yeah. I think that's going to be dependent a lot on one, the facility keeping an accurate account of what they have. Cause right. Um, you know, I'm in hundreds of facilities yeah. a year and I mean, I, I would say our company in particular does a really good job at managing, you know, assets. Yeah. However, there's always going to be the slip through the cracks where new equipment just randomly shows yeah. up that we don't know about that. Right. Nobody thought to, Hey, have a biomet come in, do this required, you know, income and inspection. There's also the cases to where something should have been removed from service. Right. It was flagged for right. that and it did not. That's just on the person aspect. Yeah. Personally, we use Navolo mm -hmm. as our yep. CMMS. Yep. But, you know, every now and then there's going to be a, a glitch or something that happens or like a, since it's web-based, we could fall offline and we think that we're doing uh, some right. kind of update and it doesn't happen. So right. you also have to consider the actual CMMS issue along with the person issue to make sure that data is right and contrite. And yeah. obviously that's where you take what it we find actually in a lot of our customers. We actually had this from an academic, academic medical center here on the East coast. They started looking at the data coming from the Medigate tool and they realized they said, we found 3000 devices that were uh, marked as lost or missing inside of our CMMS, which happened, it happens, right? Devices get lost, they go missing. But what we found by looking at the data was they were still connecting to the network and they were still delivering patient care, yes. even though they had been marked lost or missing. And that's a huge discrepancy. No, it is one of the bane of my existence. I've done a full, almost a full episode on this yeah. one specific topic point is the fact that even stuff that needs to be repaired, we know it's there. Yeah. They'll still be hooked up to a patient being used willy nilly it's and you're like this is not a good scene for anybody yeah more than you know the average patient would even think to consider yeah they don't know fortunately they don't know and fortunately their device is going to get fixed but the other trick and then so you know a device has to get you know through something whether it's regulatory pm or there's something broken i got to get the work on it you need to know where it is like finding where that device is is also a challenge and so because we're seeing all the network traffic we can also report the location of that device. So now you say, Oh, I got to do a work order on device ID, you know, X, Y, Z, whatever that ID is, search that in the system. And it pops up with a specific location inside of a building on a floor map with that little blue dot beacon coming at you and saying, Hey, I'm in this room. 
because we all know the nurses, they like to stash those devices. I mean, we all did. Like when I was working on the front lines, you hoard your devices because Anything you need to handheld will just disappear. Right. Telly boxes it. You, because <laughs> you're sitting there. I, I need this. I'm, I'm not confident that I'm going to have a device available it's to me. You can't have it. <laughs> exactly. Right. But now you're going to know, so you can go look in the ceiling tiles where they stashed it, or you can go look in that one locked cabinet in that one room, or, you know, you, you at least have a better uh, search area, a much smaller search area to guide your time. We had a customer that told us they would normally spend about 500 hours trying to find that remaining 10% of devices that needed PM because you can get through most of them, but there's always 10% or so that you just, you just can't find them. So then they'd have to do the, the walking, the hallways, looking at all the different spots, right? You've all done it. They took that time from 500 hours down to just two hours because they actually had a better search grid because of the location of the device. So because we know the data about the device, we can tell you kind of where it is. So we're helping influencing your inventory, making sure that's kept as up to date as possible, and then tracking the location of the devices. Right. I've always been a big data guy, and, and data analytics are always going to be your best friend, especially in hospitals. Yeah. Um, I mean, one pick. I'm not sure if it was you guys that assisted us in this, but there was one hospital years ago. They had a plethora of just uh, the CPM. Uh, this was a rehab office. They had CPMs just going down willy-nilly, yeah. left and right. Didn't know what was going on. And uh, we utilized um, that data analytics yeah. to assess. And basically, it ended up being that the solution was to change the preventive maintenance right. uh, in- interval sync to get more checks on them, more interval time. Right. So you're not having as much failures, right? right? You're able to keep them yeah, operational. I would highly encourage anyone who's listening to this, if even if you don't want to use Medigate specifically, to dive in and using data analytics yeah. to really get a clear and concise picture of what's going on within your facilities. Um, obviously, Samuel yeah. here knows what he's talking about, yeah. and I'm sure his service will you know, give you just another leg up in providing better patient care, patient safety. Uh, within our med- medical facility. Hey, as, as a fellow bearded man, I can't say I'm a bearded biomed, but as a fellow bearded man, it's been a real honor to oh, be on the Bearded I, Biomed I, podcast. I appreciate it. Yeah. Honestly, it's still kind of new to me, but I, I love having I love sitting down just talking this all day, all night. Absolutely. Um, Samuel, thank you very much for being on the show. I wish you nothing but success, and uh, I'm sure we'll be in touch. All right. Thanks, Chase. Hey, guys, we're back for round three. We have our next guest from Rigel Medical. Uh, the developers of some really innovative and creative ideas on how to go about providing test equipment analyzers for the biomed field. And obviously they've been doing it for a long time, but I want to make sure that if you're not aware of them, you should be in what they're doing. So uh, I leave the floor to you gentlemen, just introduce yourself and take it from there. Well, I'm uh, with Rigel Medical. Um, I'm the national business manager for the United States, Canada and, and uh, Latin America. Would you mind elaborating just a little bit about Rigel? Well, Rigel have been around for quite some time now. We manufacture in the UK in a place called Peat Lee, County Durham. We have over 40 uh, distribution channels. We have um, approximately eight to nine service centers globally. We have a ton- uh, an office in Tampa, which we've had that office now for over 15 years. We're well established globally. We sell in 110 different countries and we've got uh, a good portfolio of biomedical test equipment. What are some of the key flagship medical device testers you guys provide? We have the, so predominantly our core strength is electrical safety testers. Uh, Our parent company invented the electrical safety tester. 
So naturally, we've taken that on and we've embellished that. And I would say we're uh, predominantly the go-to safety analyzer, or electrical safety analyzer, I should say, uh, internationally. We're synonymous. And that's a product called the 288, Rigel 288. Um, So that's a a flagship instrument, been around for a while, well-respected, very reliable. Um, Next in line, the next product that I I really would like to talk about is the Rigel Unipulse uh, 400, which is a defibrillator and transcutaneous pacemaker analyzer. Now that is, for me, the number one product in that range. It's small, it's compact, it's easy to use, has a really vibrant colored screen, and it's accurate. Yeah, I'd I'd really like to push that product. So Paul, you actually come from a very interesting background. Uh, Would you mind elaborating on that if you wouldn't mind? Yeah, I've been in the uh, industry since um, late 70s. Actually uh, went through a uh, training program at George Washington University that was taught by uh, uh, military uh, personnel from Fort Fitzsimmons many years ago. And they developed the, had a really good course and developed me into the, the person I am today and the, the troubleshooting skills that I have taken forward with me. Uh, I worked in the industry for about 15 years and then got into sales. And then I actually was uh, overseas in Australia doing biomedical repairs and then came back to the United States, started to work for Fluke. And uh, today I'm with Rigel Medical selling uh, full circle, coming to sell the test products that I grew up with and showing it to the HTM industry. So when we have a really nice line from uh, electrosurgical testers, electrical safety, uh, Infusion pump testers, simulators, analyzers for all needs. So we had spoken offline about, you know, some of the particular analyzers you guys have, one being your defibrillator analyzer, but also your ESU analyzer has the pre-programmed test sequences in coherence with the manufacturer literature. And I wouldn't mind if you would just go into that a little bit because it was very impressive. We can we can add those into the uh the device, the Unitherm device, is our flagship uh, electrical surgical generator tester, and we've gotten a lot of uh, uh, good uh, feedback from our customers on the ease of use of this device and how how we actually have picture tutorials t- that will actually walk customer through the PM calibration of many devices that we can actually embed into the unit from. Uh, many manufacturers, I think we probably have 30 auto sequencing that we can add to the units. I would like to say this, that your equipment, just based on what I've seen, uh, messing with it, looking at it, um, understanding just some of the metrics that you guys are putting forth, um, you're truly understanding what the market needs are. Um, At the end of the day, the biomed needs to be as effective and optimized as possible because we're always running. We have multiple things we need to handle between scheduled and unscheduled maintenance. And, you know, at the end of the day, we need to facilitate those needs as quickly and effectively as possible. And through your medical device testers, I will say the ease of use is very uh, palpable and you're doing a great job. Yeah, we get a lot of feedback on that all the time about how it is. And, you know, to be able to have like the Unitherm, to have that information in the unit, and also for it to store the data of the test results as well, all in one box, and to be able to not have to carry your service manual 
to their to the facility and do it, it, it is it is streamlined. We we save a lot in time and money and uh, weight as well. I do appreciate the recording aspect of it. You know, as the industry keeps moving forward, regulatory compliance is leaning us more towards, you know, having more data, uh, more reporting. And like I said, just my company alone is going 9,001. Having that data accessible, being able to essentially pull those data metrics from the test equipment, add it to the reports, has just given us another level to meet those demands. As a third-party provider, we typically have to be at the same level or higher than manufacturer expectations. So this has essentially given us another tool to make us just that more relevant and more competitive with the OEMs doing. So kudos for providing that. Trying to keep up with the industry and trying to bring out new technologies that will enhance the HDM community and going forward worldwide. So, you know, we're, it's absolutely, we're, we have a voice. We also have a huge support network for our test tools as well. I've, I've gotten praised on this many times for how easy it is to communicate with us if we're having a, an issue with a product. Uh, we have a Zendesk, we have phone communications that we can do, and we can actually set up video conferencing with customers that are having needs that we need to assist them with. So we're, we're all about the support of our, our technology and the support of our customer. So in regards to medical device testing calibration, I would assume that the equipment needs to be sent in for calibration, considering is more than likely proprietary. And if that is so the case, what is the turnaround time for us to receive that equipment back? Yes, uh, a big part of the service for me is the, is the after sales. We have a calibration center in Florida. Uh, in Tampa, where our office is. Um, we also have calibration partners dotted around in North America, Mexico. We've got calibration partners globally. And so we take the after sales key area of our business. Okay, great. So one of the key hindrances, and I believe most biomeds would caveat what I'm saying, is that the turnaround time isn't exactly beneficial for biomeds for the most part. I mean, I've had experiences where I'll send test equipment in and we don't get it back for weeks. And we have you know, specialty modalities. We have really integral pieces to medical facilities that need to be tested and calibrated. And we don't have the equipment to do it because it takes such a long lead time to receive that equipment back. What is your lead time to receive the equipment back from calibration five days five days turnaround yep that's what we aim for and that's what we successfully achieve the majority of the time and if we have partner that is also an extension of rigel medical them too have a really good turnaround we understand that your need is to have be productive in your industry and and be able to turn it around efficiently for you we stress to do that and strive to do that and we've gotten really high marks on that as well so is there anything that Rigel has coming down the pipeline that the industry should be aware of? I mean, it is changing rapidly. I think the, the industry is changing. The test equipment is changing. We cannot rest on our laurels. We've been a, a company that have brought new products out. We will continue to bring new products out. We'll continue to develop new products. Now, can I give you a timeline on those new products? But we're an international company that has aspirations uh, to bring new technology to the marketplace. Industries change, so we have to change and provide 21st century solutions. I mean, Rigel's ethos really is ease of use. That's a key area 
and a key feature of our products, but also portability. I mean, if I was a biomed on the road or moving around a hospital, I should be able to put three of our devices, electrical safety, patient simulation, uh, defibrillation, into one backpack and I'm aware. Now that's very convenient. And for me, that's a real key point of our products and how we, the next products that we'll have on the horizon will continue down that ethos. I think majority of the industry understands that clunky, out-of-date, obtuse, heavy medical device analyzers are just not the way to go anymore. Unfortunately, we are still utilizing some of these older units, but at least Rigel has recognized that and they're doing what they can to facilitate that use for the biomed. Another aspect that I'd like to bring up is we both touched on how the industry is ever-evolving, ever-changing. From Rigel's perspective, what are some key components or things that you see either currently within the field or on the forefront that we should be aware of that you've taken notice of? There's a lot of areas where we, we think that there could be improvements. Now, digital products is one of them. But when you look at, if I go to an event, a trade show like Medica in Germany, and I go to the wearable hall within Germany, I might see a bunch of startups. I might see... 50 to 70 different vendors, all with new medical devices and new modalities, keeping people safe. Rigel Medicals, we're passionate about keeping people and patients safe. That's predominantly our main aim. So how do we keep future technologies safe? That's something that we'll be working on. And we also try to build a lot of uh, intuitiveness into our products to make it as easy for somebody to pick it up and go with it quickly. So, Something I will say, keep an eye on our products because they're ever evolving as well. And I think we've got some new good things coming down the pike. I appreciate you guys being on today and speaking to me, obviously, about Rigel. And if there's anything else you'd like the listeners to know, uh, the floor is yours. I believe that's all I have for you today. Well, we're here. We're here in Tampa, Florida um, to service, calibrate our test equipment. I'm the national business manager, so I'm easy to contact as well. And uh, just go to our website, uh, rigelmedical.com. We also have a lot of educational products and guides for uh, new biomeds and old biomeds to download. We have on-demand webinars that we presented, and we're continuously um, updating our webinars. Right today, we're... uh, looking for people to register for our free webinar on defibrillator analyzing. We provide uh, class hours for those classes as well. So we're all about education for the HTM community. So again, I just want to say thank you for being here. Um, I appreciate everything you do for the HTM industry, taking care of the customers the right way, listening to their needs, and you know, ultimately streamlining your ethos to coincide with the needs of the biomed is ultimately what's going to yield y'all continued success um, going 40 years strong. And I see another 40 years of just doing great things. Thank you guys for being on today. Thank you for having us today. Yeah, it's no been problem. a pleasure. Thanks, guys. Bearded. Biomed. <laughs>